Julian Pensavale. <laughs> Patrick Hines. Ba-na-na-na. I feel like I was really in my man voice. You were. <laughs> Did you, I tried to meet you there. <laughs> Um, girl, before we get to the show, you guys, a couple of things. Our two live shows in October are sold out, <gasps> but stay tuned. Big announcements coming up the next couple of weeks or so. Um, and you guys, Patreon. Oh my God. It is going bonkers. We're up to episode five of The Staircase, all of the serial. Our interviews with Rabia Chaudhry. You guys, this week, in addition to putting up The Staircase, episode six, we're putting up our interview with Brett Walgamot. Who? The sex worker <laughs> slash star witness for the prosecution. Yeah, he was like a sex worker that Michael Peterson had like an attachment with. Who they keep calling Brad in the episode. I know. And you'll hear in the interview why. They were, they were trying to disguise his name, but he ultimately decided he didn't care about that. Oh, good for her good for her. And you guys stay tuned at the very, very end of this episode where we put things sometimes. Yeah. Um, after the palate cleanser, we're going to have a, a piece of the interview with Brett Walgamot that you guys are going to love. It's hilarious. Oh my God. T. She is a <laughs> laugh riot. She's super funny, out loud and proud. She's. A, I can't wait to tell, talk about that episode. She's a laugh riot in that episode. She has zingers. She's getting laughs. There should be a two drink minimum. Oh wait, there is with Frida. For, yeah. <laughs> the other thing I was going to say about the Brett Walgamot interview is that it's basically two queens shouting girl at each other for an hour. It was probably good I wasn't there. I, I wouldn't want to impede on just the natural way that things should that have gone. Of course. Each other. I know. Anyway, if you guys want to join our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Obsessed, or click the link on our website. Girl. What? Girl. 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 What are we talking about today? Wiener. <laughs> Not a bit. It's just the name of the documentary. You guys, I want to say the the documentary opens with on-screen text that just says, the name of a man is a numbing blow from which he never recovers. Yeah, especially (laughs) if your name is Anthony Weiner. And you do some shit with your peen, and then you're just going to have like the pun headlines in all of the trashy New York papers forever and ever. Right, and then the fake name you choose is Carlos Danger. It's really just... (laughs) I I forgot about Carlos Danger. I forgot all about it. Let's unpack this. Why are they filming you? I don't know. I, I, I Most of the time, I don't know why they're filming Are you somebody I'm supposed to know? It's Republicans wrapping their arms around Republicans rather than doing the right thing on behalf of the heroes. It was an absolute pleasure to see a Democrat not cowering. Married to one of Hillary Clinton's closest advisors. You never back down from anybody. A photo of an anonymous man's bulging underwear. It was tweeted from Congressman Weiner's account. Today, I am announcing my resignation from Congress. The punchline is true about me. I did the dumb thing, but I did a lot of other things too. Running for mayor was the straightest line to clean up the mess that I had made. This is Anthony Weiner call. Yes, I'm not Anthony Weiner, the one running for mayor. Why do you think you deserve the second chance? I didn't want to answer. I'm giving you the answer. I thought you were thinking about it. I thought no, you were I'm trying talking to think. words. What I'm going to try to talk about is the issues facing New York City. Are more women going to come to just a quick optics thing. You will look happy. Don't push up, Anthony. But show it to me again. Oh my God. I can't believe I gave the press the finger. How many women were there? Can you remember? What I would like to talk about is housing in the Bronx. Any questions about that? Why should we trust your judgment? We're going to try to look like we're holding together as a group. I am profoundly sorry. And for that, I am profoundly sorry. Does the wife's absence say anything? What is wrong with you? What is he so afraid of? Your brother said that your father never hugged you. 
Do you believe you're suffering from any sort of addiction? What are you, the referee over there? We are staying calm and managing the situation. You're a real scumbag, Amber. Takes one to know one, jackass. Why didn't he just walk? <laughs> Let me just be brutally honest with you. There's no chance to win anymore. Thought it was going pretty well. It's really apocalyptic right now. But at a certain point, you've got to say, look, I don't quit. All right. I mean, it opens with us, you know, meeting him in, in like a in like a two-camera interview. Yeah, and it's he's on the phone and he's like, shit. I know. It's the worst. This is the worst. This is the worst. Doing a documentary on my scandal. He looks like a broken person at this point. He looks like a broken person, which is really clearly juxtaposed with his former self. Mm -hmm. So he was a congressman from New York from 1992 to 2011. And they play all of this footage of him kicking ass in Congress. Yeah, it's like the opening credits are a montage with this like, you know super badass music of him just not letting anyone pull any shit. He's turning this car around. You vote in favor of something you believe it's the right thing. If you believe it's the wrong thing, you vote no. We are following a procedure. I will not yield to the gentleman and the gentleman will observe regular order. The gentleman will observe regular order. He's screaming at the top of his lungs. He's like on the house floor with like posters and big quotes. He's not letting anyone get away with anything. And it's like, especially now, it's like invigorating to watch. I got teary eyed thinking about like the the actual politician he could have been. Right. The backdrop of all of this is the fact that he's married to Huma Abedin, (laughs) who is one of Hillary Clinton's closest advisors. And Bill Clinton officiated their wedding. Yeah. I mean, Huma's legit. Every time you see her, she's holding back tears or full of rage or yeah, both. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I have, I have. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's a picture of a package on his Twitter account. Yeah, yep. Before we even get into this package picture, I just want to talk about how he's wearing the least sexy underpants in the world. They are the dude equivalent to granny panties. Are they like boxer briefs? Yeah, they're like, bo- but they're like Fruit of the Loom boxer briefs. Like, it is the least. Who takes a picture in those? Un- Listen, I'm a gay man. Like, pictures of men in underwear is my wheelhouse. Sure. I don't understand who thinks that that picture was sexy. Yeah, I don't think he's doing. Like, I, I truly think that people who do this, like, do, they're just like, well, isn't it? If it's a wiener, then it's sexy, right? <laughs> like, he doesn't know. It's so funny to hear you say the word wiener. I know, referring to a male digit. I know, and uh, and a person <laughs> yeah. at the same time. So there's the double entendre. Oh as they my say. god. Ugh. So now it's like this montage of the news just being like a photo of an anonymous man's bulging underwear on on Rip Wiener's Twitter account. Is it him or is it not at six or whatever? Tell me definitively, is that a photograph of you? I'm reluctant to say to you definitively anything about this. So it's possible. And we're trying to we're trying to get to the bottom of what it's of and who it's of. Have you ever taken a picture like this of yourself? I have photographs. I don't know what photographs are out there in the world of me. I don't know what things have been manipulated and doctored. And it's so funny because it's like he's on Wolf Blitzer. And Wolf Blitzer just goes, Um, You would know if this is your underpants. Girl, you would know if that's your underpants or not. Exactly. And he's like, look, we're trying to get to the bottom of who and what that is. Girl. So then it's like after the montage of him being like, how interesting. I, I must have been hacked. Like clutching the pearls then it cuts to the press conference of him being like yeah i did the thing i did the thing at an emergency press conference the truth came out like a 
Like a dolphin wiggling free of a blanket. To be clear, the picture was of me, and I sent it. I am deeply regretting what I have done, and I am not resigning. But then I forgot this part. Then we find out that Huma is pregnant. With their first kid. With their first and and, and likely their only kid. Right. And then he's like, I'm not resigning. I'm not resigning. And this is the first time we see... For those of you who are not in New York, I feel like it's kind of gotten bigger now. The thing about the New York Post is that they do this thing where the trashier and more offensive the headlines are, the better they think it is. (laughs) So we get there for we go back to the headlines in a little bit. But the first headline is Anthony Weiner dot dot. I'll stick it out. Wiener sticks it out. Then Obama comes out and he's saying, like, if I were Anthony Wiener, I would resign. The next headline we see says, Obama beats Wiener. I mean, come on, you guys. Uh, you guys be cool. I know. You got if you wanna be horrified and also laugh a little bit, but yeah. be mostly horrified, just Google New York Post headlines. There totally. are some real horrible, horrible things. <laughs> but so Wiener resigns. Today I am announcing my resignation from Congress. It's the opening credits that brings us up to speed, and now yeah. it's like today. So we're in there. We're in the home of Anthony Weiner and Huma Abedin. And I have in my notes. Huma is sitting on the floor, just staring into space, like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" I have miserable in capital letters. <laughs> And Anthony is playing with the kids. And then it cuts to him, like, in the interview of the documentary. Yeah. And he's like, well, I knew immediately I had to lie. I mean, you always lie, right? And then they say, how did Huma react? And he's like, when I told her the truth or when I lied to her? (laughs) And I'm like, wait a second. What was Huma's reaction when you told her? Her told her the truth? Told her what happened. Told her the truth or told her, you know, something's going down here. Walk me through it. So I don't remember. I, I think that. I mean, there was a period of time that, I mean, I lied to her. I mean, I lied to her, too. I didn't, like, fess up to her and then lie to the world. I was the primary person I was trying to protect finding out about this was Huma. Like, the just, the crazy, like, honesty about it is so mind-blowing. Yeah. Girl, how did you think you were going to get away with this? I don't think they think that far ahead. Oh, did you really think these dumb girls weren't going to come out and, like, tell their side of the story? I know. Cannot wait to get to her. This bitch. The return (laughs) of AKA This Bitch. Stay tuned. Did you get a glimpse of that super fluffy cat? The one-eyed cat. It's a cat with one eye. Super fluffy. Yeah. I love that you noticed that it was fluffy and I noticed that it had one eye. We're looking for different things. I know. The one-eye thing always makes my heart hurt, even if they're fine. I know. I, know. I once had a cat with three legs. Really? It had its leg torn off in a motorcycle. Okay. Why are we doing this? It's like the beavers all over again. <sighs> There's this whole part here where like he's in this interview, right? And, mm-hmm. and the, the interviewer is saying, like, did Huma want you to get back into politics? And he, this was so enraging, I had to actually stop yeah. and rewind and make sure that he said this. Did Huma want you to get back into politics? Well, she did. Uh, she did. She was very eager to get her life back that I had taken from her. To clean up the mess that I had made running for mayor was the straightest line to do it. So he decided that the best way for her to get her life back was for him to run for mayor. Yeah, it's it's infuriating. Anthony Weiner, you tall, beautiful nightmare. His name is Anthony Weiner. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he says it with no irony. Right. He doesn't realize what he just said. No, and it's not the first time he says something where you're like, can you, I know. with the dick pics, can I you just, <laughs> you gotta watch your tone. It's, He's a monster to her. Yeah, he absolutely is. May 22nd, 2013, two years after he resigns, he decides to run for mayor, and they have this super cheesy, like, I'm a family man yes. campaign ad, and he's like, go to my website. It has 64 reasons why you should vote for me. Don't make me do fucking homework. <laughs> just tell me why I should vote for you. You want me to go to your website and read the 64 super cheesy reasons? Right. But it, he, he probably has a website that has like music that automatically plays. Ugh. One of my favorite, so this is in the preview of the movie, but it's still one of my favorite moments in the whole thing. He's getting a city bike, right? Yeah, uh-huh. And I'm like, wiener girl, we get it. You're a man of the people. I know. You're a douche of the people. You ride we get the subway, it. you have a bike, you wear your helmet, you're responsible, blah, 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 blah. But he's pulling the city bike out. He gets on it. He's at a red light. It's like rush hour. Yeah. And this lady sees the camera and she's like, Why are they filming I can't. I don't know. I, 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 most of the time, I don't know why they're filming Are you somebody else supposed to know? Believe me, no. Why are they following you with the camera? And the thing that really stuck out he lies to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His default position is to lie totally. always. He can't help it. He's like, I don't know. I don't know why cameras. Girl, you just finished your interview. <laughs> You're on a bike to the next interview. Right, you know right. exactly why they're following you. And then, so the light is so red, and she's like, Are you someone I should know? This dude, this guy this, walks by, this old man. I have by. this rando walks <laughs> by. And he just goes, I'm Anthony Weena. It's Anthony Weena. And then she's like, oh, it is. So Anthony realizes now that like these people know who he is. He takes off on his bike and he rides directly into a pack of joggers. I have a sea of joggers. <laughs> and they're all running. They're all like out of sw- like a, a swimsuit ad. Totally. They're all in perfect shape. They have to part ways so that he and can And he get just to- goes through them in his suit and helmet on a city bike. I know. So then we meet Barbara Morgan. This- Sweetheart, poor, poor Barbara Morgan, who's his communications director. Bar- First of all, she looks like she's 15 years old. Barbara Morgan has some serious ups and downs in this movie. You know, I hope there, it's not water in that water bottle for her sake. Girl <laughs> needs a cocktail. Because she's in the movie for one minute. He's already yelling at her. Um, just so you know, I turned down Andrea Pizer. Siphon asked if she could sit in, and I said no. But, I, but why? Because I don't think that she's a real reporter. Let her get it out of her system. She turned down this reporter from the New York Post. Yeah. And he's annoyed at her for it. And she's like, because it's trash and she's not a real reporter. And I'm your communications director, bitch. Why did you hire me if you were going to just nix every decision I made? Right. Wiener gets on the phone anyway. Hi, Andrea. Hey, how are you? Good, thank you. And right. then there's this montage of him doing the... The thing is, he does the legwork. He's not lazy. He does right. the work. He gets on the phone with everybody who wants to talk to yes. him. And he deals with the questions. If he wants to get back in the public eye, it's guess true. what? He's got to say, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't care about your platform. Those dick pics, huh? <laughs> All right. Um, so how many women were involved in the sexting, the, uh, the texting? You know, I did some very regrettable things over... Uh, an extended period of time with more than one person. Anthony Weiner is for sure a total narcissist. There's no question about oh, that. Oh, God. But I do believe him. He loves him some Weiner, right? <laughs> Am I right? I wish. <laughs> he does that thing, though, where he like he says the talking points, and I really believe him. So I don't begrudge citizens wanting to ask me about the mistakes that I've made. But what I'm going to try to talk about is the issues facing New York City, the middle class and people struggling to make it. Every dollar available for salaries 
is being eaten up by healthcare costs. There are good bike lanes and there are bad bike lanes. The controversy over stop and frisk has been over how it's been used. At that point, I'm like, Anthony Weiner, stop saying things I agree with. I know. Like, you're a monster, but I hate when, ah, oh, why do they say things that you agree with sometimes? It's a nightmare. It's the whole thing that he'll try to explain later, that, like, powerful men in politics just don't know how to behave. Go fuck yourself. I know. <laughs> how about that? I don't give a fuck. Don't. <laughs> And this bitch asks him his favorite trashy headline from the post. I know. So now, speaking of scrolling, (laughs) Battle of the Bulge, Wiener exposed, the naked truth, pop goes the weasel, and then, of course, ending ending with the big showstopper, Wiener, I'll stick it out. (laughs) And then he's like, I don't know, girl, I don't read the post. Right. Oh, okay. All right. We're... In the market for um, office space. Good afternoon, Wiener for Mayor. So now they're setting up a new office, and I gotta say, it was all these young, eager kids. They're so excited about the campaign. And then we see his mother. His mother is making calls. Yeah, and like you know, they're playing back in the New York groove, all hands on deck. It's yes. like we're ready to go. We're at the we're at the cusp of something. This is Anthony Wiener call. Do you know more than one? Yes, I'm not Anthony Weiner, the one running for mayor. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And if I win by one, I know who to thank. Now we're at a fundraiser for Women for Anthony Weiner. Okay, I... So like a whole, it's, a, it's a fundraiser at like a fancy New York City apartment, and Huma gets up to like speak. And this is the first time we hear Huma speak. Barely. Yeah. She's barely above a whisper. And she's like... Those of you who know me are probably surprised to see me standing up here. I'm usually back in the room, <laughs> far away from the microphone as possible. I'm doing it because I love my city and I believe in my husband. Notice she didn't say, I love my city and I love my husband. No, no, no. I love my city and I believe in my husband. Did you catch that, ladies? I sure did. Ooh. That is some very subhuma. shade from Queen Huma. Yeah, it's true. Her eyes are always a little red, always a little watery. Either she just started crying or she's about to. I don't begrudge her any of this. She should be sobbing and punching something at all times. And then it's so horrible to watch. And then she steps out because she introduces him. And he is singing her praises and she's, he's like if there was ever anyone like if you like, actually just closed your eyes and just imagine what would be the ideal first lady for the city of New York someone who's graceful someone who's interesting someone who's got ideas someone who's got experience you know someone who's glamorous someone who's an amazing mom you know someone who's just amazing and you can tell she's like get everyone's eyes off me yes. I did my job I said what you fucking wanted me to do totally talk about the city I yeah. don't care yeah. get everyone's eyes off me because I'm going to burst into tears you monster <laughs> God. <laughs> now we get Huma's backstory. For like four seconds. Yeah. It's, it's Huma and Hillary, mother and daughter. They're yeah. like holding hands, running through the fields together. Exactly. They adore each other. She's the right-hand woman of Hillary Clinton, known by just one name in Washington, Huma. She was by Clinton's side during her years in the Senate, on the presidential campaign trail, and at the State Department. At a pre-wedding celebration for Abedin and Wiener, Clinton said, I have one daughter. But if I had a second daughter, it would be Huma. But the the reason they show that is because now, look, politicians, campaigns, they need money. Right. So they're just calling asking for money, which is like what you do. I get that. I totally get that. But she has way better contacts than he does. (laughs) Way better contacts. He knows that. Yeah. Have a great fourth. Give my love to Jen and I'll I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for the advice. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. 
he's not feel comfortable writing a check because he's on general based finance committee. He is giving her attitude. This is your A-list? This whole exchange is so enraging, and I, I just love how she shuts him down. I'm not going to do these if we're going to make this unpleasant, okay? I hate asking people for things, I'm asking people, okay? Okay. And the thing is, she's excellent at it. Yeah. She's excellent on the phone, totally. and then there's this montage of them just kissing everyone's ass when they're on the phone, like, right. oh, hey! And the thing is, I don't get, if you're on the other end of the phone, even watching her, it doesn't look fake. And the thing is, like, she hates it. Yeah. I don't know why she fucking agreed to have a documentary crew. Same. Like, Girl, same. I, I have so many questions about that. And every time she hangs up, she's like, oh, she gotta put her head down and, yeah. like, recover. But I don't I don't hear any bullshit. It's just what you do. Right, it, right. What you do in this in this world. So this is where the tides are really turning for him in a good way. They're at a they're at a debate, and you know there's like eighty thousand people running for mayor. They're all on the stage. Right. And he's you know he's kicking ass. He's talking about single payer health care, mm-hmm. providing Medicare for all Americans, for all New Yorkers, for all people in this country saves us money, and it's the humane, decent thing to do. Yay! And then like these idiots who don't know, like they just don't have any. One of them brings up his values. Uh huh. And he gets booed. Yeah. I want to say one thing about American values. I would contrast my values with Anthony Weiner's values any day of the week. Seven days a week. Everyone's on Weiner's side. And he fucking ruined it. Pride, hey girl. Hey girl. I okay. remember Wiener at this Pride march. I remember that outfit, the white pants. But do you remember shirt. Anthony Wiener, or do you just remember? <laughs> so much Wiener at Pride, you guys. <laughs> I mean, it's true. But I remember both- me and my girlfriends were like swooning over Anthony Wiener that year because he was wearing that cute little outfit. He was running up and down the the march with the with the with the flag, just like swinging he it around. He was waving that gigantic flag around. The queens pawing at him. People are loving if him. If he had taken his shirt off, it would have been an absolute riot. It is truly amazing to watch the way he runs this crowd like a rock star, like Mick Jagger at in his yes. prime. Yes, and the thing is, we used to see him there every single year, and he was always amazing. But he was especially amazing that year. Oh yeah, and because everyone was just like. Girl, we send dick pics all the time. Like, we're your people. <laughs> exactly. No, this isn't weird to any of us. No, like, we're, girl. We're like 40 minutes in. I'm like, when does the documentary start? Right, exactly. Like, where? what's the problem? And then it's like pride and disco and glitter and yeah. rainbows. And then we cut to super boring Bill de Blasio. And it's like, wah, wah, wah. It's literally crickets. Where is he? Is he even at Pride? He's walking down. I don't know where it is, but he happened to find the one city in New York totally. Street with not a single human on it. And he's walking and he's got, he's got like a person with a flag. <laughs> not even a rainbow. So I don't I know. know what the, I, that might, might have been some, to quote you, fancy footwork with the it editing. Was. And then we cut back to Wiener waving the flag. So oh they God. just wanted to throw a little shade at de Blasio, yeah, which I yeah, was yeah. so here for. I totally. loved it. And then again, man of the people, he takes the subway home. And all right. of the people in the subway are just like, hey, man, I'm reading about you. Right. And like the Metro. <laughs> and they're like holding up the newspapers. And totally. he's like, pretty cool, huh? I'm bad. I wrote. Politicians and the thumbs up. We have to stop. <laughs> you must 
put an end to it. It's weird. It's like a cliche. You can't. We're in charge of that, you guys. Yeah. So now we're back with like the Anthony like two camera interview where he's like he was winning. Like he was ahead in the polls. He was beating Christine Quinn. He's like we're back. It looks like he's back in the game. Yeah. And it's fascinating to watch. Breaking news, Shep that queen. Shep that queen and her shiny face. I was like, whoa, can somebody powder the queen? I know. Breaking news just into our newsroom in New York City. The New York mayoral candidate Anthony Weiner sent additional explicit photos and text to a woman online. More photos and text. More. More. They just keep getting hotter, you guys. Do they? <laughs> Girl. It's just awful. It's just awful. But like, you guys, it is pandemonium <laughs> at Wiener headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> but what's crazy, you guys, this is breaking as the documentary is being made. Yes, okay, exactly. It's documentary gold. So it's one of those things where like, we thought it was going to be the comeback of Anthony Wiener and totally. then more sex come out. Girl, when you agree to a documentary. <laughs> you guys, everybody sit down and take notes. You have to vet yourself. Yeah. Will anything come out? Will yeah. any of these 22-year-old cocktail waitresses <laughs> maybe want a little action yeah. in this game and a little attention? The answer is yes. It's always yes. I have, you guys, I, I watched this scene like three times because it is on fire. I knew you were going to love her. <laughs> I knew you were going to love her. We're back at headquarters. We see this queen who is like, she's credited as. She's like a senior advisor. Senior advisor. She's 26 years old, this queen. His name is Amit. Amit, of course. Queen Amit comes prancing into Barbara's office. Also, 15-year-old Barbara, communications director, <laughs> prancing into her office. Like, are we going to be going nuclear and being like, this is absolutely not true and this is fucking ridiculous? Barbara literally all but puts her hand in his face and is like, that is not going that to is, be our strategy? That's not going to be strategy. No. Not our strategy. <laughs> all right, so are we going to just say this is fucking ridiculous? We had no idea? No. No, girl. You're the, that's the senior advisor? I know. But I'm telling you, this is why I'm not a senior advisor. I would be her. Ah, ah, I know. Ah, like that would be well. Actually, first I'd be downloading the pictures to my hard drive. Well, then I'd be like, ah, ah, yeah, ah, you're you're the one who leaked them. Yeah, you're like, exactly. everyone needs to see this. We all must celebrate. Together. You guys have been telling you how hot my nerdy boss is forever, right? Here are the photos. Here are the photos. So now they have to do a press conference, like now, like immediately. You guys, this is insane. So now we have like the prep for the press conference. Oh my! Anthony is in his office on a computer. He is losing his goddamn mind. No one can find Huma. He asks for Huma eleven times. Yeah. No no one has any idea where she is. I was like, oh, girl, please be on a plane to France. Please just have like a new identity, like a new passport totally. and just like all of your Prada. Totally. And then cash. Call Hillary from the airport. Just right? get on a goddamn plane. I mean, if she I know. knows all these people, she can get a fake ID. Oh, who might, what does she need a fake ID for? Why is she changing her identity? You know what? Fair point. <laughs> so now Huma finally arrives. You guys, I'm... Terrified. He has the fucking nerve to ask Huma the timeline of his sexting. I know. Do you know the timing of any of this? No. I don't. Not at all. I mean, mm-hmm. so we're talking about that. Not separating. We have to stop here and just say this footage is unreal. You, we are we have a front row seat yeah. to watching Anthony Weiner and Huma Abedin dealing with this situation in real time. So Anthony's on the phone with some advisor. Mm-hmm. Huma picks up the other line. She gets on the line too. Oh, this is. And th- th- Anthony is just going on about the spin. Obviously, look, this is a continuum of challenges in our marriage. 
that ended at a certain point and we decided to move forward with our lives and that's, that, that was a problem and now it's behind us. And as we said, other things would come out. Huma keeps doing this thing where she's like listening and then taking the and phone taking away. taking the phone. Listening I caught that too. Listening and then too. taking the phone away. And pacing. He's and sitting. Pacing. She's looking out the window and when she turns at the camera, the look of like dread, horror, it's, it's rage, sadness. It is heartbreaking. It is riveting and heartbreaking to watch all at the same time. Yeah. And the thing is, like, he is not even apologetic or no. embarrassed. He's he's like in spin mode. He knows he's got to go upstairs and face these reporters in two minutes. Absolutely. You guys, the moment that this is probably at this point the moment I will never forget from any of the documentaries we've watched. Huma turns and looks at him. He looks at her. They lock eyes. They are staring. They are one foot from each other. Mm-hmm. They are staring. Staring at each other without breaking eye contact, Anthony just goes. We just have the room for a second, you two guys. And it goes to black. We don't. The camera does. Why? Not so Huma can fucking burn it down. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what was said in that room. And you know, she just said it calmly. Yes, she said it like Miranda Priestly. Why is no one there? <laughs> so now the press conference actually happens. Yeah. Huma is by his side. Mike pointed this out. Anthony Weiner doesn't even know what time it is. Uh, good, uh, good afternoon. My name is Anthony Weiner, Democratic candidate for mayor of the city of New York. Um, I have said that other texts and photos were likely to come out, and today they have. Perhaps I'm surprised that more things didn't come out sooner. Some of these things happened before my resignation. Some of them happened after. But the fact is that that was also the time that my wife and I were working through some things in our marriage. This is where I start to say, like, Huma, what are you doing? Like, you don't need to stay for the money. I know. Do you actually really love him? If you really do and you believe him, okay, I, I get that you've got some shit to work out here. But, like, what is happening? Anthony basically stands up there, apologizes kind of, and then introduces Huma because he knows the only way this is salvageable right. is if Huma says that she forgives him and loves him and this doesn't matter to her. Because what he's trying to do, oh, this is such garbage, is this table nailed down, please say yes. <laughs> oh, it's been a minute. I know. Oh, welcome back, catchphrase. I, well, have you, my white knuckles, I'm clutching it. I hate it so much. But what he is trying to do is like, this isn't new, you guys. Right. This is what I apologize for, only not this one in particular. I apologize for the other one. Right. But he's trying to downplay it and be yeah. like, you guys know about this. This is in that under that same umbrella. And then basically just shoves Huma up into the microphone. Hi, good evening. This is the first time I've spoken at a press conference, and um, you'll have to bear with me because I'm very nervous. <laughs> and I wrote down what I wanted to say. <clears throat> when we faced this publicly two years ago, it took a lot of work and a whole lot of therapy to get to a place where I could forgive Anthony. But I made the decision that it was worth staying in this marriage. Anthony's made some horrible mistakes, both before he resigned from Congress and after. But I do very strongly believe that that is between us and our our marriage. So really what I want to say is I love him. I have forgiven him. I believe in him. And as we have said from the beginning, we are moving forward. Thank you very much. Then we get all like the evening talk shows and it's insane. But it's when we find out that he used the screen name Carlos Danger. Because he sent these penis shots under the screen name Carlos Danger. 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 Carlos Danger. I assume 
It was to avoid using a ridiculous name like Anthony Weiner. Okay, so now we get the text messages uh-huh. between Anthony Weiner and Lisa. Right. Whoever she is. <laughs> you guys, I wrote them out because that's what I do. <laughs> Lisa says, you are the coolest Dem on the planet. They all need to be as tough as you. (laughs) And Anthony goes, thank you, Lisa. Glad you have my back. Lisa, again, like the 20-year-old cocktail waitress, is like, let's kick some GOP ass. (laughs) (laughs) Then he does this thing, and you're like, oh, it's instantly anyone on the planet will be like, this guy's hitting on me. Right. No question. Then he's like, you and me will suit up like superheroes and defeat them. What will we call ourselves? You literally feel like, what are you wearing? It's, 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 exactly. This subtext is, what are you wearing? To make them, the two of them, are, it's us, it's them yeah. versus the world. It's so, it's such a shift. Yeah. And so obvious. She says, we could be the Jew OP. Because <laughs> they're both Jewish, apparently. Yeah. I'm so glad you're cool with me stalking you. <laughs> Anthony's like, doesn't matter. We have a special secret agency that deals with hot women, he says. Oh, my God. You guys. Oh, God. Lisa, do you have parents? How did she get his phone number? How did she get his phone number? Well, I think what they were doing, because when we meet fucking AKA this bitch, Sydney Leathers, in a <laughs> minute, well, I think they reach out on his public, on like their, his Facebook page, yeah. and then he's like, he slides into their DMs, and then he's like, why don't you just start texting me, which is uh, like a r- big red... Kylie yes. Minogue, glittery yes. pink flag. All right, you guys. We are at the staff meeting to end all staff meetings. Okay. <laughs> Queen Amit, she's in a bad place. She needs the world to know. <laughs> so we're in Anthony Weiner's living room. The baby is there. The baby is talking and screaming and crying. Mm-hmm. Somebody in the kitchen is dropping plates and so forth. It is a mess. My whole team, Barbara's team, like they really want an apology. <laughs> okay, when they... <laughs> When something smashes, because he's just talking, yeah. like it's nothing, and he's <laughs> right. like, hey guys, gotta handle this, Right, we'll see how it goes, and then it's like smash, I'm like, is Huma okay? <laughs> are, have the, are the windows locked? Is she alright? But this is where you see like oh. all of these kids, they're kids, yeah. but they have like really high-ranking positions on his staff, and he's basically like, does anybody want to vent? And so like, Queen Amit, she's got some shit to say. I think that my team is in a better place than I'm in. I'm in a very bad place, to be very frank. I'm extremely frustrated at your lack of clarity with me in the innumerable conversations that we had leading up to me joining the game. Um, I have not made any decisions about what I'm doing or what I'm not doing. As of this moment, I am here. And so here's what happens. So Anthony Weiner suggests that Amit says like out loud that they have like a forum. Yeah. And Huma is like, she wants them to speak alone. Okay, you well, you guys should talk directly. Yeah. The two of you. What are you, the referee over there? What are you, the referee over there? Girl, Girl stop yelling at Huma. And she just, because she, she's like walking away when yeah. he says that, she turns on a dime and she's like, he's like family. I just think maybe it's a better idea to not have this in a public forum. Totally. What she means is not in front of the fucking cameras. Right, exactly. And also like ask your staff what it, like, if they're okay. So speaking of not okay, Barbara comes in. She's hysterical. She's sobbing. I'm walking down the street and getting berated by a New York Post reporter. Well, look. It's it, fine. It was, it was horrific to watch today, the way they were treating you in the street. Yeah, we were walking, and they were, like, badgering her. And they're like, if you don't answer our question, we're going to write that you're having an affair. And it was bad. Because Barbara is now, like, 
as the communications director, more of the face of this campaign. Yeah. She's getting harassed and screamed at like she did it. Like it's her fault. Which it was what the press does all the time. And Huma, this is where Huma like knows the game so well. Where she says to Barbara, she's like, look, when you go, I know you're upset. Take as long as you need. But when you go outside, you have to look happy. Just a quick optics thing. Just Barbara's so really leaving. I assume this photographer's are still outside. Yeah. So you will look happy? Yes. It's a I'm saying this for you. No, yeah. no, I don't want to be. The press secretary walked out very upset at 6.30. Yeah. You've been through enough, girl. you got to put on that happy face. Have Dick Van Dyke in your headphones. Put on that happy face. Bye-bye, Birdie. Let's go. All right, you guys. Now we meet. What's her name? Sydney Leathers, a.k.a. this bitch. <laughs> she is on Sean goddamn fucking Hannity. Sydney Leathers, how did all this happen? How did, how did this begin? Um, in 2011, I messaged him on Facebook, chastising him for his behavior with the first scandal. She messaged him in 2011, chastising him about his scandal. <laughs> I'm sure she was so offended by it. And then she's like, and then one thing led to another and dick pics. Like, <laughs> and a five, six, seven, eight, dick And five, six, seven, eight, phone sex. So you would have phone sex with him. And how often would he call you? Uh, the most he ever called me was about five times in a day. Which is a lot. Phone sex? Yeah. Five times a day. Of course she was on Howard Stern the minute (laughs) this thing went out. So now it's six days to election day. You guys, the vibe is not gay pride. The vibe has changed. Even the queens at Pride were like, oh, sweetheart. (laughs) He's trying to get people, like the press, to ask him questions. He's like, if there are any on-topic questions... Crickets. 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 And then finally one guy raises his hand and he's like, yes, you, sir. So six to ten women or how many women are you on talking about the dick pics? And then he's like, fine, I'll take off-topic questions. Then there's 800 questions. Screaming. I mean, the the trope of like the journalist, like, over here, over here, over here. That's exactly what happens. Then he goes on Lawrence O'Donnell. You guys, what is happening? So he goes on Lawrence O'Donnell. Lawrence O'Donnell is not there. He's in D.C. tonight. So Anthony is doing it at 30 Rock. He sits down in the chair. He's like looking into the camera. And Lawrence O'Donnell is like, For me, it just comes down to this, which is, what is wrong with you? He asked what's wrong with him 20 times. So I just have in my notes, and he loses his mind. Anthony goes berserk. They both lose their minds at each other. Yeah. Anthony, I think there is something wrong with you. I know you just you. said that. You and just I'm said looking, that. Repeating it doesn't make it any more interesting. Life. Bigger guys than you have been trying to knock me down. I mean it from a psychiatric level. Dude, I don't care Dude, about I don't really need your psychiatric answers. questions. All you can focus on is what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? That's not anything to the debate either. They're just spewing insanity at each other. And he's like, join the club. Dude, dude, bro, I don't need your psychiatric evaluation. <laughs> Lawrence, bro. And he's like, thank you. Good night, Lawrence. And he like leans back in the chair. And he's I'm like, like spinning in the chair. Like you're still running for office, right? But Just to be then, clear, you're running for office. You'll get the last word. Thank you. you wanted, Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> he goes, he leaves 30 Rock. Oh. He goes to get a taxi. He puts his hand in the air and he go, he's going, vroom, vroom. Beep, beep. Is he hammered? I really thought he was hammered. He, I think he gets drunk on it. Yeah. He loves this shit. Yeah. So then he goes home to Huma. Oh my God. He is, wa- he's sitting at his desk or whatever. And he's watching the video, like taking notes on it. Mm-hmm. And Huma comes up behind him and she does not even recognize him. She is mortified. He thinks this is great. Yeah. Why are you laughing? This is crazy. It's terribly crazy, but what was I supposed to do? This is where it continued. No, no, no. 
No. Uh, well, focus on your speech. Get into right for this, this makes me feel better. This makes me get more fight in me, less emotional. She's like, can you write your speech for tomorrow, please? Yeah. <laughs> can you do that? And he is watching it, smiling, giddy, manic almost. Right. And he, he goes, how bad is it? Is it bad? And she's like, it's really bad. Yeah, it, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. This is not funny. Like, that's where I was like, he's unhinged. He's like, unhinged. Anthony Weiner's sexting partner, Sidney Leathers, has got a sex tape now. TMZ's reporting Leathers has already jumped into bed with Vivid Entertainment. Less than two weeks after the scandal broke. Vivid, of course, brought you the sex tapes from Kim Kardashian and most recently teen mom Farah Abram. Sydney Leathers, this fucking bitch, is now doing a porn <laughs> deal with Vivid Entertainment because why not? Right? You why guys, not? I don't know. I don't know. I just was like, what, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, she's an idiot. She has nobody good around her. I know that much. For sure. Especially not hair and makeup. Girl, so let's talk about this just real quick. So we get a couple of minutes on the set of Wiener and Me. It's a film, everybody. It's a responsible movie. He was actually number one in the polls before the scandal broke. And then I ruined that for him. So sorry, except I'm not. Um. Girl, <laughs> we say many times, run a fucking comb through your hair. <laughs> this is your sex tape and vivid entertainment. Is She hasn't washed her hair in a week. It's true. It's stringy and disgusting. That eye makeup is horrible. It's like she did it in the cab on the way there. And then she's like, yeah, you know, it's true. You should just never meet your heroes. Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? I had him on this pedestal and thought he was this great guy. And I felt like we had similar views. But, you know, it really is true that you shouldn't meet your heroes because you find out how human they really are and how flawed they really are. And it really ruins your perception of the person. So he's not he wasn't your hero. You're trying to tell me you're invested in politics. Fucking Sydney Leathers. We're not done with Sydney Sydney Leathers. We'll see her again in a minute. No. Then we get the conference call to end all conference calls. I don't know who's on the end of the line. They're described as like a senior advisor. It's not a meet. No. She has better things. She's got brunch. Yeah. She's got got an appointment at Saks with a personal shopper. And she just has like self-care and she's not going to put herself in a situation. And I'm not not kidding. Good for her for walking out of there. I wish she would have grabbed Huma's hand and took her away. (laughs) So Anthony Weiner's number is shockingly awful. So bad. <laughs> and whoever he's on the phone with is like, you're on your own. Let me just be brutally honest here. There's no chance to win anymore. Winning is now defined as if Anthony wants to continue here, keeping his head high and saying something that matters and getting some at least grudging respect back. For your sake, if you want to keep going with this, that may be the best and liberating way to proceed. So this is a solo flight. We are watching Anthony Weiner unravel yeah. at this moment. Right. And in perfect, like, Anthony Weiner fashion, the next big, like, public event he's at is two weeks later at a Jewish bakery. Oh, God. And he's at the bakery. And this guy, like, under his breath, calls him a scumbag. And they get in this huge fight. Well, I thought you wait till I walk out to you say anything. That's courage. We'll have a discussion. Come back in here. I'm not afraid of you. You, you did disgusting things. You have a nerve to even oh, yeah. walk around in public. And, and you're, and you're and a perfect you're person? I'm not you're perfect. my judge? But I you're my judge? What have I taught you that? I didn't do it. What have I taught you that you're my judge? You guys, this fight goes on for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, go go talk to your rabbi about that. Yeah, well, your <laughs> rabbi told you you're my judge. And I'm like, you guys, <laughs> screaming about rabbis. Wiener is like, what? And there's, it cuts to this like, one other older Jewish man. He's like, why did he just walk away? He's like, just leave. You can't engage every crazy person who screams at you on the street in New York City. I'm so sorry. I know. Then we hear that the 
guy in the video, his name is Saul Kessler, says, you're married to an Arab. Yeah. Behind, literally behind his back as he's walking away. I love even John Stewart was like, oh yeah, fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah, fuck that dude. <laughs> well then yeah, f- that guy. <laughs> so whatever, it's election day and Anthony and Huba, at this point it very much feels like they are breaking up. Because yeah. it's like he's on the phone with her trying to coordinate, going to vote together. She's not going. She's, She's not, not doing fucking that shit. going. Anthony takes the kid and like goes and votes. Cut to the studios of the Howard Stern Show. Sydney Leathers, this bitch. The craziest part of the whole Anthony Weiner thing is the guy never met you face to face. No, he like, never met I've me. I've had more contact with you already. Are you angry with him? I think I am a little bit angry with him. What pissed me off was him on the campaign trail saying, oh, I've changed and trying to act like he has this perfect marriage now and everything's just peachy. The hypocrisy got to you. Yeah, I was like, bullshit, I am proof that you have not changed. And then they decide, Howard, that fucking shit stirrer, he's like, let's go together. Let's go confront Anthony Weiner together. You know what I I fantasize about, actually? If you did go to confront him. I think we should. Let's do it. I'd be like, Carlos Danger. <laughs> Meet Mrs. Danger. Meet Mrs. Danger. Yeah, that would be perfect. I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to do it. The whole idea is that he's like, you should go confront Anthony Weiner on election day. At his campaign office. At his campaign office. So now the new Amit. You guys. Oh my God, you guys. I am so glad that you want to talk about this because I, for days I want to talk about this. I guy. was screaming. Yeah. <laughs> So he's with his kid at like a park and Andrew, the new senior advisor or whatever, like runs up to Anthony Weiner and he's like, pineapple, pineapple is at the office. Pineapple is at the office. Sydney Leathers is in front of the office. Alone? No, with media. With how many media? I don't know how many media. I'm giving you the TikTok of my plan right now. You guys, the code name for Sydney Leathers is Pineapple. Why? I know. Like Anthony Weiner, the names are right. unbelievable. <laughs> pineapple, pineapple. And the eight, and he uses the term TikTok a zillion times. I know he says TikTok. And he is so proud of that TikTok. And Anthony Weiner's like, I don't give a fuck. And he's like, here's my TikTok. The TikTok of my plan is. <laughs> Do you want to know my TikTok? Okay. What media is there? I, I, Camille just called me. I don't have any update. I literally just ran here to give you the TikTok of my plan. Okay. So my, my plan, this is the TikTok for my plan. Here's I'm not going. Plan. I shouldn't go. You don't want well, to the avoid the night. scene. The full- I'm just not going to go. We're just not going to go. And and the dude's like, but I made the TikTok. <laughs> He's like, well, I have it in case. In yes. case you ever want to use it. I, I have it. I have it in case. So this kid is walking away. Like he's walking back to the office. He's walking with such purpose. Like this is the best day of his life. He's got a Jamba Juice and a cigarette. He's ready to go. Pineapples in front of the office. Can you? Sid- Sydney Leathers is in front. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have said that on the camera. Why not? Oh, sorry. But that's our code word. But. Oh. Then he says he has two contingency plans, too, and he's got to work on a third. Staying calm and managing the situation right now. I have two contingency plans in place if Anthony absolutely needs to get to the office, but I also need to develop a, a backup plan. And his job is to make sure she fucking fails at life today. today. <laughs> bro, this is a finance bro who just got plucked up and given a Jamba Juice and a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Then we cut to Anthony, who's devouring a meatball hero in the car. It is so disgusting. And it came with, like, little string french fries. He's literally turning the container upside down to shovel them into his mouth. I know. I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> it is so disgusting watching him eat this food. And then he's like, you know, it's all pretty obvious. You know, I lied to them. I have a funny name. And uh, <laughs> media doesn't do nuance. Like, that's it. No accountability. No ice. I did the thing. What happened right. to I did the thing? <laughs> 
<laughs> shoving food into his mouth. So de Blasio wins, wah, wah, like the, the the derpy music every time they cut to the because it's like even <laughs> even when Anthony Weiner is failing, it's like spectacular right. fail. Think of your dad's least interesting friend. That's Bill de Blasio. And then every time they cut to him, there's like a person voting for him, <laughs> a person holding a, a guys, sign. Weiner didn't just lose; he came in dead yeah. last. The results have not yet been certified, but Bill de Blasio appears to have 40% of the vote. Second place finisher Bill Thompson has 26%. Anthony Weiner with 4.93% of the vote in the Democratic primary for mayor. So it's over. 4.93% of the vote. When he, when that number is said, the look on his face, the utter devastation on his face. Right. It's like he makes a grunt. He's like, like, what did you think, girl? Also, that grunt is probably due to the fact that you inhaled a meatball hero like you're a python and didn't even chew it. That's probably why you're not feeling so great. Anthony. Probably why you're not feeling so great. You guys, we have to spend eight hours on this. Pineapple is downstairs with her tits out at the campaign office so holding a, court. There's a bar next door where Anthony's going to give his like concession speech. Right. And she... Just, she is there. She, again, hasn't washed her hair in now two weeks. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. <laughs> Wearing a dress four sizes too small. Her tits are out. And these, like, ballet flats that, you know the flats that, like, Dwayne Reed sells around New Year's Eve? Because yes. they know all the girls need a backup in their bag for when it's four in the morning. And they all are walking home like zombies because no one can walk in heels. Rothys.com, you guys. Get, some, get right. some disposable shoes. That's what she's, that's what she's wearing. Yeah. She looks... Not great. What are you going to say if Anthony Weiner walks through the store about 10 feet away from you? Well, I guess you'll see with your eyes. <laughs> so now Andrew, the new with his Jamba Juice and cigarettes, is like, we have exactly 12, 12 seconds to get you to get it done. We can sneak you in through McDonald's and into the staircase upstairs. She'll never know. Okay. We discreetly pull up. I'm, I'm budging 12 seconds from car to door. It's the McDonald's plan. So here's what they do. First of all, Anthony Weiner kicks everyone out except for Huma. Right. And he's like, can everyone stand on the other side of that door and then close the door and not come in? And you're like, all right, Anthony Weiner. Huma says, I'm not going to face the indignity of being accosted by this woman. Because the whole point of this Sydney Leathers girl is that she wants to accost him when he walks into his, give his concession speech. Of course. Yeah. So what they decide to do, the, the McDonald's plan is they're going to walk him through like the back end of the campaign building. Yeah. Go through the McDonald's, run through the McDonald's, go through the back of the McDonald's because all the buildings are connected. Right. And then he'll run through the McDonald's and somehow end up in the back kitchen of the bar where he's doing the speech and right. that's it. So as they're walking to the hallway, it's Anthony and Huma. They walk like they're, they, they're walking like they're going to their execution. They're walking <laughs> so slowly yeah. Huma and there's will no not music. Touch him, not look at him. She's, She's like, do no- I even have to stand next to this bitch? Right. Totally. Can't we walk separately? Yeah. So the aide is like, where's pineapple? Where's pineapple? We're executing the McDonald's plan. Where's pineapple now? We're executing the McDonald's plan. He thinks he's a James Bond. He thinks he is James Bond. This is ridiculous. And then she does this fucking thing where she's like, like, he cannot be that afraid of me. Like, seriously. What is he so afraid of? Like, seriously? He's so scared of me? Seriously? Like, grow up. She see, like she, she gets wind that, like, he's taking this back door. Right. So, first of all, they're in a car for a second. Anthony kicks Huma out of the car. Uh-huh. Huma, go home. Go home, he right. tells her. Right. So, Huma leaves the car, like, in the middle of the street. Anthony jumps out, runs into the McDonald's. Sydney Leathers sees him, 
And it's like giving chase. And it's like waddling through the McDonald's in those flats. It's like an idiot. Screaming, seriously? Like, seriously? Girl, wash your hair. You, th- If this is going to be your big moment, right. you see the back of her hair, like where it's parted, it's all stringy. Right. It's just like, if you're going to if you're gonna be an asshole about it, totally. you have to do it right. Yes. Wear a dress that fits. <laughs> Shoes you can run in that also look good and make your legs not look so stumpy. <laughs> If this is your big moment, you got to do it. Yes, 100%. And that, that stupid, I don't know who that guy is that in that turquoise shirt that's next to her. Not a gay, because right. one of the, her gays would have been like, sweetheart, don't worry, I'll fix this. Then people, the camera people are literally pushing her out of the way because no one cares. It's such a perfect, like... Physical embodiment of the fact that no one gives a shit no about one you. Cares. Except for Anthony Weiner. He's like me. He, it, this whole thing is a big deal because he's decided it's a big deal. Right. So he gets out, whatever. Like she, he slips past her. She doesn't see him. He gets in and gives his concession speech. And look, the McDonald's plan was executed to perfection. Andrew, good job, girl. Gold star yeah. for you. Another Jamba Juice. Yeah, you want to know some updates? Oh my God, yes, yes. All right, so I thought the documentary would cover this, the actual true crime of it all. In 2016, the Daily Mail published an article, this is all from Wikipedia, giving credit where credit is due. <laughs> um, Wiener was sexting a 15-year-old girl from North Carolina. Oh, garbage. And so then his devices were seized, and uh, there's like child porn things and whatever, and he's in prison for like 21 months. Oh, the other things on that computer were emails from Hillary Rodham Clinton forwarded by Huma, uh-huh. which is why James Comey made that announcement the week before the election and right. we have we are now in the situation that we are in mm-hmm. Anthony Huma thank you thank you so mm-hmm. very much and he's in this like cushy uh, minimum security prison where it's you're he's supposed to be getting treatment for his yeah. mental health issues and Huma and he filed for divorce and then they rescinded it but the only reason they're saying that they rescinded it is so that they wouldn't be able to be compelled to testify against each other okay oh girl we did it we did we it we did it man you guys we're off next week for Labor Day when we come back we're doing a murder in the park yeah you guys don't forget to check out our Patreon where you can hear all of our Staircase episodes, serial episodes, our new interview with Brett Walgamot, the sex oh worker. Oh my God. Our interviews with Robbie Achadri, Asia McLean. You guys, there's just so much stuff. So much. Patreon.com slash True Crime Obsessed or the link on our website. And don't forget, you guys, to stay tuned at the very end of the episode after the palate cleanser where we're going to have that little piece of our interview with Brett Walgamot. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Girl, where can they find us? At True Crime Obsessed on the Twitter and True Crime Obsessed.com. Duh. Where can they find you? At Jillian with a G. I'm at Patrick Hines on the Twitter, at Patrick Hines underscore on the Instagram. You guys, stay tuned for the preview for A Murder in the Park, followed by our hilarious outtakes. TM, 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 TM. Our palate cleanser this week is going to, you're going to be excited. It's what? It's from Chicago. You told me <laughs> Chicago was off the table. I was thinking last week with Sheila in jail uh-huh. and your whole joke about how she had a pile of cigarettes. Oh, she was running the poker game and everything. It, we're going to do When You're Good to Mama. Ooh, I love it. All right, you guys, we'll see you in two weeks. Bye, we love you. To free a wrongfully convicted man 48 hours away from being executed has got to be the great dream of any reporter anywhere. There was one problem, though. It was one big lie. A bunch of kids who had taken a course on journalism dug up the information that was there available to the police. We went and we reenacted the crime, and we found out that the eyewitness couldn't have seen it at all. They were heroes. The case was a pivotal moment in the abolition of the death penalty in Illinois. I'm commuting the sentence of all death row inmates. I said, there's something going on, but what's going on is not what you see on TV. 
the journalism professor intentionally leaves out the most important fact of all. They seized on the name of a guy with no evidence and concluded he was the real killer. He tells me that a man is getting ready to die for something I did. She told us that she had been there when her husband committed the crime. I had two guns. Totally inconsistent. The victims were shot five times. How many shots did you hear? Really three, maybe four. I don't know. This case had a motive behind it bigger than the crime. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. These guys are saying, they'll help me get out of prison. They'll say whatever they want me to say. We got the right guy. Anthony Porter killed those two people. It's an utter outrage. It's justice upside down. What would make this right is my freedom. Remember when they were comparing pasta sauce in the kitchen? What, what was that about? <laughs> that was really just like, can you guys look like you're married and I speaking? Can you guys pretend that you're actually talking to each other? Totally. And Hume was like, okay, well, he's going to eat his fucking sugar-filled, disgusting, <laughs> fake pasta sauce, and here's, like, my healthy organic one, and we can, like, like go ingredient for ingredient Right, it was so bizarre. And they were like, I guess Huma. So now Anthony's rehearsing his apology, and he keeps trying to hit the line, and for that, I'm profoundly sorry. For that, I'm profoundly sorry. I'm profoundly sorry. For that, I am profoundly sorry. Like, Ugh. They cornered this one kid who just like he's in a tie. He's like, oh, my mom said she didn't want me to work on this campaign. <laughs> Loving that voice. My mom said she didn't want me to work on this campaign. That poor girl. Poor sweetheart. And he made mistakes before and after he resigned from Congress. Yep. <laughs> and the thing is, they're all right. Yeah. Because he has not once asked anyone else how they're dealing with this. Right. Is it hard for them? Well, sorry. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, are they having a difficult time? And, play, and Queen Amit is gone. He, she is nowhere oh, to yes, be She left, right? <laughs> I don't know what happened, but we never see her well, in her mustard yellow pants well, ever again. Anthony Weiner did not address her feelings properly, so she <laughs> ran out the door. She will not be treated that way, and I'm on her side. Got a little motto. Always sees me through. When you're good to mama, mama's good to you. For mama, she'll do one for you. They say that life is tit for tat, and that's the way I live. So I deserve a lot of tat for what I've got to give. Don't you know that this hand washes that one too? When you're good to mama. Never my ragu, spice it up for mama, she'll get hot for you. When they pass that basket, folks contribute too. You put in for mama, she'll put out for you. The 
folks atop the ladder are the ones the world adores. So boost me up my ladder, kid, and I'll boost you up yours. Let's all stroke together like the Princeton crew when you're stroking mama. So what's the one conclusion I could bring this number to when you're good to mama? The day that I went to testify, honey, there was not a seat to be had in the house. In fact, it was standing room only. As I have said before, nothing like a uh, former hooker to drum a business at the local courthouse because uh, it was absolutely amazing how many people were there and how many people were interested in what I had to say. And Patrick, let me be clear. I didn't have anything to say. I didn't have <laughs> one ounce of relevance to this case whatsoever. I really did not. And yet and yet, all these people were, were just so enamored with me and what I had to say. And uh, it was sort of a meet the moment. I mean, basically, it was a fight or flight response for me. And I think in some ways, that's why you see me a little defiant on the witness stand and a little cocky because it sort of kicked in that I'm going to have to do this or I'm or I'm going to, or I'm going to crumble basically. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I wanted to say like girl, you are so confident and it was like, you know, when I first watched this movie years and years ago, before I ever thought I would ever get to talk to you about it, like there there was there was such a a, a place of pride as a gay person watching you in your role or in your cross-examination where you were so unafraid and you were so confident and you were so unashamed like it was just it felt so powerful to me and I remember that really making an impression on me and I'm wondering like obviously you weren't ashamed to be a sex worker did you know how it was gonna go when you knew they were gonna question you about it like were you afraid that you were gonna misspeak or that you weren't gonna represent yourself like what gave you like almost like what gave you the gall to be so confident in was amazing well thank you uh i, I take that as a compliment uh, i think it, uh, it is 100% a compliment yeah uh, uh at that point i didn't want to i didn't want to testify but as i was at least like well okay at least i got an immunity agreement also during the trial uh, hearing about whether or not i should even have to testify or they should reveal my identity the judge said he he sort of compromised and he said you know uh, i'm not going to disallow his image but um, for the purposes of the court, we will address him as Brad. That's what he right. said. And right. they address you as that in the in the movie as well, David and Michael. They address me as that in the movie, but they didn't address me that as that in court. And there was a reason for that. I decided on the morning of the of the uh, court um, of my testimony that if I was going to testify, I was going to testify out and proud. And so I decided, uh-huh. you know what? I'm not going to hide behind some pseudonym. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to rescind that motion. And so I want them to call, I want to put my name on the Bible and say my real name. And so that's what I did. Uh, because uh, before that I wasn't going to have to say my real name. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to say my real name and own, I'm basically going to own my shit. And so I'm going to own yeah. my shit and put my hand on the Bible and say, look, I'm Brent Wagamon and here's what I got to say. So that's what happened. 
If you'd like to hear the rest of our 45-minute interview with Brent Walgamot, in which he talks about his actual interactions with Michael Peterson, what it was like to be questioned on the stand by Frida Black, how Frida Black treated him when he wasn't on the stand and they were alone together, his theory on Michael's innocence or guilt, what life has been like for him since he was outed as a sex worker to his friends and family, and what life has been like since becoming famous for being a star witness in one of the highest profile murder cases of all time. Just go to patreon.com slash truecrimeobsessed or click the Patreon link on our website to join our Patreon community.